We really we're... always record when we're eating. I know. Oops. You know how other ones do, like, oh, whenever they're drinking wine or whenever they're getting drunk, we're just getting fat. That's very much true. But we got light syrup, so. <laughs> so we're good. We're good. It doesn't matter how much butter I put if <laughs> the syrup's light. <laughs> and a Diet Coke. <laughs> and a Diet Coke. And a Tropical Punch. So <laughs> Capri Sun. <laughs> bitch brought Capri Sun. I'm a bad bitch. I'm when... a bad bitch in my mouth. What? I'm a song. something, something, something. I'm a bad bitch and I'm bad too. Ragger. Welcome to Better Left Unset. Oh, wait. I thought this was a different podcast. So I, I gotta go. Sorry. Wait, who are you? <laughs> oh my god, who are you? Get <laughs> out of my apartment! <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, welcome to Better Left Unsaid. This is episode 7. Woo. Episode 7. Oh Lucky god. number 7. Mm. Why are we still doing this? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so... I, if y'all listened to our last episode, which you should have unless you're listening to it backwards. Um, Weirdos. I mean, yeah. I feel like you'd belong in this episode if you were listening to it backwards. Um, we're going to talk about the dark, scary... Spooky. Spooky. <laughs> spooky. 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 We're talking about murder. Dun, dun, dun. Red oh, rum, so red rum, red rum, red rum. <laughs> uh, we're talking about murder. I love murder. <laughs> okay, no, but for real, get out of my apartment. <laughs> but for real, you but got for Rizzle, <laughs> um, yeah, we're talking about murder. I really like learning about murder, so I'm super excited. So you can learn this. to murder people. Yes, me and my mom always make a constant joke that oh, <laughs> that um, she watches so much like Snapped and you know crazy women mm, all huh, those shows yeah. where the women just murder the men yeah um i was like so are you do you think you're prepared to kill dad and oh, not be caught yeah and she's like well yeah you know we, <laughs> yeah i i know where to put the body i know what i know to wash my hands and make sure i wear gloves and i'm just like dear lord <laughs> one day <laughs> like uh what was that one thing it's like melania trump said that her favorite show was how to get away with murder and everybody's like bitch you better be taking notes <laughs> so you doing it right so when you doing it <laughs> so when is that happening let's get it done oh my gosh speaking of getting it done Ew. we got some stories Ooh, we, got stories. we got some stories uh about murder real life murder in the real life. Yeah, not the ones that I think of in my head. <laughs> I can't, can't do it. Right? <laughs> it's just like super sketchy. We sound like psychos. A little bit. Just for this episode. Spooky, spooky, spooky. Spooky, spooky. All right, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I want you to go first. I'm very interested in what you researched. Okay, so I feel like... Uh, most people have heard this story before, unless you're living under a rock or unless mm, okay. you're like 12. If you're 12, you shouldn't be listening to this podcast. Yeah, you really should Because we say fuck a lot. Um, yeah. <laughs> and talk about dirty stuff. 
Dirty. Um, but so I'm going to but so I'm. Um, but so I'm. <laughs> but so I'm. I'm gonna have to edit that. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> you weirdo. <laughs> so I am covering cold a cold case. Okay. I wanted okay. to cover cold cases because I like I like, like cold of, cases. Yeah. They're not like done. Right. Um. They're a little cold. They're a little well, it's interesting because I feel like I don't know. I have certain feelings about this. Okay. This murder. Yeah. Cause I'm like, I feel like I know who did it. Let me solve this case. Let me Put solve me it as lead detective. Put me out there. Um, but this is the case of John Benet Ramsey. Ooh, it's one of my favorites. Yeah. It's one of my I, favorites. Like most people have heard of. Yeah. Heard of Little John Benet Ramsey. Let's get into um, it. I will never not get into discussing. Right. This. Yeah. All right, so, well, we'll start off at the beginning. She was born in 1990 in Atlanta, Georgia, mm-hmm. um, and she was the youngest of two children. It's uh, her and her older brother, Burke, mm-hmm. uh, who was born, I think, three years before her. Yeah. He was nine whenever everything happened. And then uh, their parents, Patsy and John Ramsey. Yes, yes. So, well, actually, like, a little... Fun fact, uh-huh. um, Jean Benet's name is actually a feminized version of her father's name. Yeah, I, I heard that. I did not know that. Yeah, it's so weird. Because his name is John Bennett. And I'm like, these bougie-ass white motherfuckers. Jean Benet. Naming their kid Jean Benet. I've also seen it spelled different ways. Like, when you research it, if you misspell it, there's still, like, articles or, like, websites that spell it weird well i know like the second e is supposed to have like an accent yeah obviously i didn't type that in my notes because it's too much (laughs) i don't want to pull up that symbols menu nope um but yeah so uh john ramsey her father Mm -hmm. was the president of a computer systems company Mm -hmm. called uh access graphics and her mother was basically a uh professional pageant mom Mm -hmm. um who, like, whenever she was younger, she actually competed in pageants. Yeah. Like, big pageants. So, like, she uh, won Miss West Virginia uh-huh. and, uh, when she was 20. So I just imagine wow. her, like, sitting in a crowd being like, smile, honey, smile. Smile. You know, smile, like that. Smile, do a little dance. <laughs> like the, what is it? That show on, like, TLC, and then, like, she got her own, like, Isn't Honey Boo Boo. Yeah, Honey Boo Boo. Wasn't and, like, it, uh... It was just like toddlers and tiaras. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Toddlers yeah, and yeah, tiaras. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is basic. I mean, that's what. Yeah. That's what Jean Benet like, like was. She was. She's one of. She was a girls. toddler and yeah. tiaras. Um. So, her parents got married in, um, on November fifth, uh-huh. in nineteen eighty, which is funny because that's my birthday. Ah. Um. I mean, I wasn't born in 1980, but (laughs) November 5th. November 5th is my birthday. It's coming up. It is. It's in like a week. Wow. It's in like a week from tomorrow. Um, So they got married two years after his first marriage ended in divorce. And it was kind of weird. Uh Uh-huh. Like, there was no real mention of, like, them investigating his... First his first family mm. when all this stuff happened yeah, that's but interesting. Yeah. he he had three kids from his first marriage um one who like they were they were all like adults mm-hmm. um by the time that his second 
like his kids from his second marriage had grown up. Yeah. Um, or at least grown up a little bit. And uh, his one of his kids from his first marriage actually died in a car accident in 1992. Oh, wow. Which it just... A lot of stuff happened in the early 1990s yeah. for him, apparently. Wow. Um, so, Jean Bonnet attended a kindergarten. She was attending kindergarten at High Peaks Elementary School in Boulder, Colorado. They had to move to Boulder uh, because that's where the headquarters of Access Graphics mm. was. Mm-hmm. So, whenever he got uh, promoted to president, they, they moved out there. And uh, her mom was, like I said, a stereotypical pageant mom. So um, she entered JonBenet in a lot of child beauty pageants. That's sort of what JonBenet was known for. Um, And if you ever look up pictures of JonBenet, it's all like... The the pageant pictures. Yeah, it's all pageant pictures. It's all like professional headshots. Yeah. But she won like a lot of titles. Yeah, she was like super up there. Yeah, she won Little Miss Colorado, Colorado... Colorado State All Star and uh, National Tiny Miss Beauty, mm, like yeah. she she won a ton more, and I didn't want to list all of them. We ain't got the time, bitch. I'm lazy. <laughs> <laughs> Two and a half pages is enough. Um, and well, <clears throat> so this mm-hmm. is you know just so I gave a little bit of backstory, and now um going into it, so. Early in the morning of uh, December 26th, 1996, mm-hmm. um, and this was like, I think it, it was like four or five in the morning, um, she was reported missing by her parents who had found a uh, two and a half page ransom note Yeah. in the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. That page. Have you read it? I... I think I read, like, little snippets of it, or whenever I, like, first heard this story, the people that were saying it, like, read parts of it, but what I remember the most is, like, the handwriting. Yeah. And that, you're, oh, you're, no, it's... Yeah, you're gonna get into right, that. hold on, hold on. Um, this is, like, so exciting, like, I want to get into so many things. Uh, but one thing at a time, one thing at a time. Dubstep. Okay. Oh, touch screen. We oh upgraded my. bitch. Oh my. So yeah, they found a two and a half page ransom note in the kitchen. Yeah. Um, and just like it's super creepy. Yeah. It's super very, creepy very and creepy. and odd. Yeah. It's odd because uh it starts listen carefully. We are a group of individuals that represent a small foreign faction. We respect your business, but not the country that it serves. It's yeah. It's so odd to me yeah. that in order to make a point, a foreign faction, yeah. because like, it is well, yeah. made out to be terrorists. It's made out to exactly. be terrorists. So terrorists kidnapped your beauty pageant daughter. <laughs> it's very, like, bad 80s movie. Yeah. And then, like, if you, like, keep reading it, like, the type of language that they use like at the very end it says it's up to you now john exclamation point victory and then it's like signed off well like that's the that's the weirdest part and i was gonna bring that up yeah that by stating his name right it's made out that they know who he is exactly they know who he is and they say oh we've been watching you for a while 
Right. But mm, it just seems odd. Yeah, and then the like, whole thing don't try odd. to grow a brain, John. Like they keep saying, John, John, yeah. John. Yeah. Well, one thing. No, actually, I'll, I'll get into that in a second. Right. Um, okay. So, the ransom note does say, "Do not try to call police. Don't yeah. talk to your friends. Don't talk to extended family." Don't As a good ransom police. note should say. Yes. Yeah. Well, they said, you know, we we have you under twenty four hour surveillance and all that stuff. Right. Um, but they called police anyways. Um, yeah. which there again seems odd. Like Why? if if Why you. If you believed that you were on 24-hour surveillance, Mm -hmm. you would not call the police. Mm -hmm. If it risked the life Life of of your your child. Daughter, Daughter, yeah. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't call the police. Okay, so with that, I have mixed feelings. Because you could always be like, this is fake. Like, how how are they going to have 24-hour surveillance, you know? Like, you could get into, like, being a little bit skeptical about this note and call the police anyways. That's... So, I, th- so, so I think for that, I, there's, like, like, an argument for both yeah, sides. I think, but I do get that it's, it is weird. Or it does it does um, bring up the idea that they may not have, like, believed it. Or if they would have believed, they wouldn't have called. I think for me, just, like, reading and learning about this case, I am a little bit biased towards who mm-hmm. I feel was involved. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, so, I'm, you I'm, may be able to I'm feel excited that. to, um, to so, Okay. Um, they called the police, and uh, so two two officers came to like investigate. They searched the house, uh, performed just like a general search to look for signs of forced entry, yeah. or anything like that, but didn't find anything. Mm-hmm. They didn't find any broken glass or anything like that. Um, you know, no broken locks or anything. And at one point, and this is this is important. Mm-hmm. Um. One of the officers, Officer Rich, uh, or Rick French. I always mess that up. I always wrote Rich French. That's <laughs> uh, like an unfortunate name. <laughs> right. One officer, Rick French, um, was downstairs in the basement and found a door mm-hmm. um, that was secured with a wooden latch, but for whatever reason decided not to open it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah. And so in the note, it says that. Between the hours of 8 and 10, mm-hmm. the kidnappers would make contact to basically get the money that they were ransoming for. Yeah. Uh, and they also said if uh, if they, like, get it done as soon as possible, they may end up getting it earlier. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously the police at this point knew that. So they, like, basically filled the house um, with detectives and forensic groups and things like that. To wait for the that, kidnappers yeah. to to make contact. Um, one of the detectives, uh, Linda Ardent, 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 it's A-R-N-D-T. I don't know how you pronounce Ardent? Ardent? I think Ardent? 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 Uh, Let's go with that. Either way. Yeah. Um, she came to the house and was waiting for the contact. Mm-hmm. Um Lots of forensics groups came in to try to find evidence, you know, fingerprints, yeah. things like that. But they only cordoned off JonBenet's room. Like, they only blocked it yeah. off to keep it from being... Uh, like, any sort of a... What do they call it? Um, contamination. Yeah. Right. To keep it to from being contaminated. But they didn't do that anywhere else. Hmm. And a lot of the family's friends came. 
some religious leaders of the community mm-hmm. came to sort of pray with them. Yeah. This is all happening the morning that she yeah, went missing. Yeah, that morning, yeah. And so it's thought that a lot of evidence that could have led to the kidnappers yeah. was just absolutely destroyed. Because of so many people well, coming in. Because like... of so many people and just the real mismanagement yeah. of of the crime scene. The whole um, house should have been. Yeah, it should have. Yeah. But it wasn't. So they waited uh, for the person to make contact, but they never showed up. Like they never called. They never, they never really did anything. So right around 1 p.m., uh, like it was eight hours later, um, the detective, Linda, asked some family friends mm-hmm. who I'm guessing at that time were in the house because of all these groups, yeah. um, asked some family friends to just look around the Ramseys' homes uh, and see if anything was amiss, see if they could mm-hmm. see anything that the police couldn't. Because like maybe they were in the house before. And yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, see if anything seemed off. So the first place they started was the basement. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. They started in the basement and um, one of the places they checked was the door the with door. the wooden lock. <laughs> so they opened it and inside the door they found the body of Jean Bonnet. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Her mouth was duct taped shut and a nylon cord was wrapped around uh, her wrists and neck. Oh my god. Uh, with a part of a paintbrush mm-hmm. was used to tighten the cord around her neck. Um, and her torso was covered by a white blanket. Um, mm-hmm. Upon finding her, like whenever, you know, they found her, uh, John, obviously pretty shooken up or something, uh, picked her up and moved her. He brought her yeah. upstairs, which, of course, again, tampers with. It tampers with yeah. evidence. It, contaminated the crime scene um so after she was found immediately especially since she was found in the house Mm -hmm. immediately the ramses became suspects right and there there were a lot of things that sort of pointed to them yeah so later on like not long after this the fbi get involved yeah and they said one of the things that sort of struck them as odd Mm -hmm. with the case in general is Usually, ransom notes are not long. Yeah. Like, they're they're not two and a half pages. Right. Um, they're short. They're concise. They get to the point. It's not a lot of talking. It's not a lot of monologue. Yeah, a lot of rambling on. Yeah. Like, yeah. useless things that, yeah. Like, it. it's not necessary to have such a long letter. And it was written in the house. Yeah. They know it was written in the house because there was a draft that had been thrown away. Stupid, yeah. There, so, whoever did it had to sit down and, and write, write this it. note basically twice. Yeah. And it's it's odd. Oh, for sure. And the FBI were like... These, uh, like, foreign, what is it, factions are not going to come into the house. Let me sit down in this dining table. Yeah. And, like, take yeah. my sweet-ass time to write yeah, this random exactly. note. It's like, wait, wait, I fucked up. Let me throw that one away and start over. Exactly. And, like, even in this... Like, you see where someone scratched out certain yeah, words. Yeah, yeah, um, And it's just, it's odd. It's Yeah. The this, language they use is odd. And like yeah, it's just super odd. So, just off. police take handwriting samples 
mm-hmm. blood and hair samples. Um, and basically all the family members, including the son, uh, were submitted to uh, preliminary interviews. Mm-hmm. So just about what what happened and sort of, you know, if they have any enemies or things like that. And so they did the autopsy and, of course, she was strangled to death. Yeah. She was strangled to death and had also suffered blunt force trauma to her head. Yeah. Um, though they sort of looked at ruling out any sort of sexual assault or anything like that just because there wasn't really evidence for it. Mm-hmm. Um, she had some sort of, uh, I guess, chafing yeah. to her kind of, her area. Yeah. Um, it's just but a, it's a child. It's a child. It makes it weird. Yeah. Um, she had some chafing, but other than that, it wasn't. Like super obvious that there was some sort yeah, of yeah there was there was no semen there was no sort of bruising or anything right. like that that would say immediately it was, point yeah yeah that. would say it was sexual assault um and like I said this is also odd so the cord was tightened with a broken piece of like uh, a paintbrush paint yeah. the rest of the paintbrush was found in a in a tub in the basement. Um, full of Patsy's art supplies. Uh, yeah. So it was like uh, it was taken from there. Yeah. Um, and so this gets more into uh the investigation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there are two main theories that yeah. Uh, they investigated, and there are really two groups that were investigating, mm-hmm. and they weren't really working well together. Yeah. So you had the police who were doing their own investigation mm-hmm. with this detective. And then you had the DA's office of Boulder who were also doing an investigation, but they were working mm-hmm. more closely with like the FBI. Right. Um, and, you know, there were a lot of interviews done. But one of the theories is, of course, the intruder theory. So the idea that someone broke someone into her house yeah. and uh, wrote that letter, killed her. Yada, yada, yada. Um, so this one was mainly investigated by the DA's office. This is the one that they were they were pushing for. So upon investigating the house, one of the things they found were uh, was an unidentified boot print. Okay. So it didn't match um, any, of the, shoes of, like, any the of the shoes of the family. But it struck... it. it I don't know. With all of the contamination and everything like that, it's yeah. like who's to say it wasn't just one of the cops? Yeah, or who like had one of the through, or one of the family, family friends, friends yeah. or things like that. So it's just really hard to say. And um, does it say where they found that print? It was in the basement. In the basement. Okay. It was in the yeah. basement. Yeah. And so Smith, who was an investigator, uh, for this case believed that someone had broken in through a basement window. And this is odd again, um, but I'll get back to it. Someone had broken into a basement window, um, uh, like caught her, caught Jean Bonnet with mm-hmm. a stun gun. Oh, Basically okay. just yeah. tased her um, and then brought her downstairs, killed her, and wrote the ransom note. Um, but it's odd mm-hmm. because the window wasn't found... like. Like, the broken window was yeah. not found until a year after the investigation. How the fuck? Yeah, okay. until, like, a year after her death. Which, yeah, it's just, 
It was a bad investigation. Yeah. It was a real like bad every, investigation. Everything that they did could have been done better. Yeah. Could have been like actually like looked into a lot more. Like even the the um detective that found the door where her body was and he didn't check it initially. Yeah. Like if they would yeah. have found that like way earlier. Oh, it would it have been immediately it yeah. pointed to the parents. And then maybe he wouldn't have like grabbed her and like yeah you know because he wouldn't have been there when yeah. he immediately found her like oh so many things there were so many things and especially you know with the window and things like that it's like mm-hmm. who's to say that window wasn't broken the next day right or like sometime to, over to go that with year. their theory because they yeah. probably knew the theory that that they were trying to investigate and they then made things look to go with that theory yeah oh. yeah so um Smith, the investigator for the FBI, um, ended up actually resigning from the investigation because he was, he had interviewed the Mm -hmm. Ramseys a lot and actually grew fairly close to them. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, he wanted to find who killed their daughter. Right. Um, But at the same time, you know, the Boulder Police Department was pushing towards investigating her parents. Yeah. So, they ended up uh, having a grand jury mm-hmm. basically try to decide if they should charge their parents. Yeah. With, you know, criminal negligence. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. Putting, for putting John Bonet in a situation that... Could have gotten her killed. Could have gotten her killed. Or well, did get her killed. Well, yeah. 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 Something like that. Right. Uh, so, he ended up uh, leaving the investigation. And so... As far as the intruder theory goes, there were a couple suspects, mm-hmm. but none of them were very uh, solid. Yeah. There was nothing that really pointed to anybody in particular. Mm-hmm. Uh, so one of the suspects was their neighbor, uh, Bill McReynolds, uh, who had played Santa the day before. Oh, no. The day before was Christmas. Yeah, yeah, this all happened around Christmas Day. Yeah. Like, it all happened literally the night <sighs> after <sighs> Christmas. Um, So, he had played Santa the day before. Another suspect was their housekeeper, or mm-hmm. former housekeeper, uh, Linda Hoffman Pog. Mm-hmm. Or Pug, P-U-G. Pug? Pug? Yeah, I think so. Linda Hoffman Pug. Yeah. Um, And a man named Michael Helgoth. Uh, was also a suspect because he had actually committed suicide right after her death. Yeah. Like, right after it was made public. So, Mm -hmm. people, like, sort of thought that was suspicious. Yeah, like, like, the guilt got to them. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Something like that. Um, But they did DNA tests because in her undergarments there was a small amount of dna found Mm -hmm. that that wasn't her family's yeah and they tested it with with uh these suspects as well and it never matched never matched Mm -hmm. it never matched so um many also felt that it could have been um someone with more sexually perverse motives Mm -hmm. so Especially because she was a fairly well-known beauty pageant Yeah, beauty pageant, yeah. Especially, like, in their town. Uh, She was fairly well-known, and one of the theories was that that could have possibly attracted 
kidnappers, yeah, attracted people, yeah. yeah, predators, pedophiles, um, that could have attracted people. And one of the suspects for this was Gary Howard o- Oliva, um, who had a history of sexual exploitation of minors. Mm-hmm. He had a history. He was a registered sex offender. But there again, like no, the DNA evidence. didn't match. Yeah. So they couldn't do any. Um, and there was just really no one that yeah that really fit the bill. Um, so the second main theory. Yeah. And this is sort of more what the Boulder Police Department was investigating mm-hmm. is the family theory. So yeah. the idea that it was a family member. Um, so there are several different sort of theories involved with this. Mm-hmm. Um, just like for different family members. Right. Um, so one of them that they focused on was that Patsy, her mom, had actually killed her. Yeah. Um, and had written the ransom note to cover it up, uh, especially because the length of the note mm-hmm. and the draft, it it seemed odd. Yeah. And especially I, to the FBI. I think one of the things that I saw or heard was like that the handwriting matched hers almost. I like I actually didn't find that. No. Um and I think I feel like most times people know that they check handwriting. Mhm. And they'll try like this one if you see it and if you look it up, you can see kind of like squiggly letters and like Yeah. It looks it's, it's very much like she tried to avoid if being, she did this, yeah. if she did this, uh she would have tried to avoid being, being like her doing own her own handwriting yeah and maybe that's why she threw away the first letter yeah mm-hmm. um but Fears. it remains to be seen yeah um so they felt that that was off and it like as as much as her handwriting there were little details that could have matched it it was all circumstantial there yeah. was nothing solid to pin it on um so they like basically their timeline of it of if she had done it was that Jean Bonnet had wet the bed sometime during the night mm-hmm. and in a fit of rage her mom hit her mm-hmm. causing the skull fracture yeah. uh-huh. and then thinking she had killed her daughter like tried to cover it tried up. to cover it up you know strangled her mm-hmm. and uh wrote the note yeah and sort of did all. um but her brother oh uh, I like getting into her brother yeah because her brother's like such an oddball character, like. Well, honestly, it's it's, it's just strange. Yeah, it's, it's all strange. It. Um, so her brother had been been interviewed and asked about his mom. Yeah. Um, and he said she had never hit them. Mm-hmm. She had never spanked them. Never really punished them in that way. Yeah. So her doing this. Would have been super out of character. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been crazy uncharacteristic. Um, but yeah, you you basically brought this up. Another um sort of theory was actually based on pineapple. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. During yeah. the autopsy, yeah. <laughs> during the autopsy, uh they, you know, searched the contents of her stomach and found pineapple. Yeah. And her parents were like, well, we didn't feed her pineapple yeah. the day before, so we don't That's, know where she yeah. got it. Well, in the kitchen, they had found a bowl full of pineapple, 
and Bark's fingerprints were on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they were. So they yeah. felt that was odd and that maybe Bark and Jean Bonnet had woken up sometime during yeah. the night. Gotten a snack. Gotten a snack. Got a little murdery. Yeah, that's definitely the theory. Yeah. Um, the theory that Bark had actually killed, killed his sister. sister. Yeah. Um, as far as I could tell, any of those, any of the theories surrounding this, Bark was never doing it maliciously. It was always an accident. If he had done it, it would have been an accident. Right. Um, and then her parents not wanting to sort of, like, ruin, yeah, ruin his, his, his life. life. Um, they covered it up. Covered it him. up. Yeah. Covered it up. Um, but they had done several interviews, mm-hmm. and police really couldn't find a reason why. why. Yeah. And... There was just, other than the fingerprint, there was really yeah. no evidence. Some of those things that I remember reading about her brother was, well, like, like Reddit theories and all that stuff yeah. is like, oh, the brother, or uh, Jean kind of over, what is it called? Like, she was the loved one, basically, because yeah. she was the pageant one. And like, yeah. he maybe felt that like, he was not as loved. Yeah. So that could have been a motive. And then... One of the things that I found that was weird that I don't know if maybe this is like not very well known because he's maybe not like the main suspect because I think the main theories are if the mom did it or the dad did it. Yeah. But the one that I find very interesting is if the brother did it because there was things that like he would um, like poop and he would get his feces and he would rub it all over like her bed and he would always like do these things to her and it's like if you like things like that when they start getting involved with like you and like your feces and like all that stuff like that you're fucked up in the head i need to rethink my life why (laughs) (laughs) why (laughs) um (laughs) i'm just kidding but um no i mean so like her brother was not all there all there yeah Yeah. he was not 100 percent all there it also i don't know yeah i I think it's a interesting theory. Yeah. I am not necessarily a person who really believes it. Mm-hmm. Just because, yeah. um, like, they interviewed him so many times. Yeah. And he was nine. Yeah. If you're being interviewed by cops. At nine. Then, at yeah. nine. You're gonna, but, you're gonna let something go. But also, if you are, like, a true, like, psycho, psychopath. Yeah. Then you know exactly what to say and what to do to manipulate people to think that oh he's just a nine year old boy. You just so, hate him, don't you? No, I just I just, I just find it so interesting. No, it it, it is like yeah, like, it is really interesting because like the theory of like the brother did it and then like mom and dad are like what the fuck yeah and then they're like well we it's our son so yeah. let's cover it up like yeah. that that's a that's a possible thing in my head yeah but i mean it's it is possible it is possible but it was they didn't have the evidence yeah they didn't have the evidence for it so they couldn't they couldn't do anything yeah and so i told you before the police tried to get a grand jury to investigate yeah and decide whether uh they should be indicted um and they were they were looking at indicting him with criminal negligence Mm -hmm. and uh a minor obstruction of justice. 
just because they kept getting in the way and they weren't very cooperative and they just you know they showed those normal signs of like like someone well no actually not even i mean they did but there there was a lot of people who thought that their reactions weren't the reactions of parents yeah yeah there it wasn't enough you know the reaction wasn't enough so like they the grand jury wanted to push to indict them they they had decided that they wanted to push to indict him but several investigators um and experts who had been working on the case with Mm -hmm. the grand jury decided to not not sign for it yeah so so they couldn't be charged the parents couldn't be charged and then shortly after that the statues the statute of limitations passed so no matter what they couldn't be charged with anything um or at least they couldn't be charged with With the negligence and uh the obstruction of justice so in 2008 the ramses were cleared of suspicion yeah um when a new dna test uh proved that there were actually two different samples of dna on her yeah and none of them belonged to the family yeah yeah none of them belonged to the family so the da's office uh actually put out a formal apology to the family um for their suspicion and and investigation um so one thing that was interesting Mm -hmm. um and this is this is in 2006 so several years after after the murder um a man named John Mike Don, John Mark Carr falsely confessed to murdering John Bonet. Uh, yeah. Like he falsely confessed. Um, he said he drugged her, sexually assaulted her, and accidentally killed. But what's odd is, one, he was an elementary teacher mm-hmm. in Taiwan. No. Um. He he did live in Boulder, Colorado. Uh. Colorado. <laughs> he did live in Boulder, Colorado like at that time yeah but he wasn't anymore and honestly police kind of ignored his confession yeah because it was immediately like okay no you didn't (laughs) you didn't no you didn't you didn't um just because there were no drugs found in her system yeah so that was automatically out um and And then the sexual assault there was no well the sexual assault and they tested his dna yeah and it was in no way a match. Yeah. It was in no way a match. And also, a lot of the information that they he gave up in his confession mm-hmm. to sort of tell how he did it was all public knowledge. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, it was stuff that was already known. Yeah. So, it would have been very easy for him to research the case. Yeah. And, and be like, like, oh, I did this, like it says in the thing. Yeah. I did this. Like, like it, it says, says in the, in the thing. thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... It, it was just kind of, they just kind of blew it off. Yeah. Um, so another fun fact is, fun um, a while after, uh, the murder, the Ramsey actually filed uh, a lot of defamation lawsuits mm-hmm. against media, against certain companies, um, groups, things mm-hmm. like that, people, um, just because all of the sort of accurate accusations towards them really hurt their reputation and um at this time there were a lot of accusations towards their son 
Yeah. A lot of them. Um, so they also, you know, wanted to cut that off. Right. Yeah. As much as they could. And even today, it is still not known for who? sure who killed JonBenet Ramsey. Uh... No one has ever been caught. It is a cold case, but it's still active. Yeah. Like, there's still people trying to find out who did it. Yeah. Um, but there's Redditors out there. <laughs> there's Redditors. But there's still nothing. Oh, I no hate it. No one knows. Yeah. Like, the one thing that, like, really gets me about this case is the images that you find of John John Bonet. Because whenever you look her up, you get the the pageant pictures and she looks like she's 20 years old. Oh, yeah. She's, like, so heavily, like, like, she's a kid. Made over. Yeah. She's, yeah. like, she's sexualized. Like, and it's, yeah. like, it's a kid. It like, is, at is. the end of the day, they murdered a kid. But they make it, like, oh, she was this little pageant queen, da 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 And it's, like. Yeah, it is fairly grotesque. Yeah. It is. Not gonna lie. So, yeah. That's Cold the case. story of JonBenet uh, Ramsey. I just, I loved going into who did it. Like, what were their possible motives? Yeah. You know, stuff like that. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I still kind of think it was either the brother or the mom. Those are, like, my my two, like, top two, like, oh, suspects yeah. for me. I, I definitely think it was a family member. Oh, for sure. I like, definitely, definitely think it in was the a family. family member. Yeah. Um, There's no way. Well, it's like they had a, no- a lot of knowledge about the family yeah from the note especially like the one hundred and eighteen thousand dollars that they had for was the that, ransom that exactly the amount that they had in like their bank account or something like that it was the amount of john's yearly bonus oh his okay. like christmas bonus yeah that would that's how much it was worth that's one hell of a bonus Shoot. i mean he's also the president yeah. of the company so <laughs> he's basically handing the bonus to himself to himself yeah what an ass I mean, and more, damn. Yeah. 118,000? Come on. Come on. Maybe the early 90s, but still. Yeah. Oh, okay. Do you want to get into more murder? Yes. Duh. Always. Why are we here? Always. Okay, so my story, another favorite of mine. I feel weird saying that they're my favorites. I Like, at the end of yeah, the day, you these, are kind of fucked up. these are murders. I understand that completely, okay? Mm-hmm. I know that these are fucked up. Like, no disrespect to any of the family members or any of the people involved. Like, these are just very interesting. Anyways, okay. okay. My short little disclaimer on why I keep saying they're my favorite. Okay. Okay, so I am doing the murder of Dee Dee Blanchard. Yes, you brought this up last week. I did week. bring this up last week because we, I never forget why we brought this up. We brought up. You brought it up at the Ma- very end because what, we were. Uh, men. I, I was always. Not I cannot pronounce the um, oh the, uh, um, child by by proxy, but it's like called something else. Yeah, Munchausen. Mo- yeah, Munchausen syndrome by proxy. Or it's yes. just Munchausen by by proxy. Yeah, Munchausen by proxy. Okay, because we brought that up, and so that immediately reminded me of this case because that has a lot to do with this. Ooh, <coughs> ooh, ooh! I hate Munchausen by proxy. Yeah, it's, so it's scary. It's a really, really freaky thing. Okay, so let me start off with who these people were. So, um, Dee Dee, she is uh, mother of uh, Gypsy, Gypsy Blanchard, and uh, 
Am I supposed to know? No, these are just the two people that are involved. Oh. They're not famous people. Oh, I was like, I was like, is she an actress? No, no, no. Sorry, sorry. I know. I, I did. <laughs> I did describe it in that way. No, no, no. Like two people involved, mother and daughter. Um, so the mother is Dee Dee. The child is Gypsy. And um, uh, I think Dee Dee uh, was like they got she got married like pretty young, and then she had Gypsy, and Gypsy was born uh, premature. Oh, so she was she did have like a couple of problems and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but as we will come to find out, there was nothing really wrong with her, other than the fact that she was born premature. That tends to happen with uh-huh. Munchausen. But later on, it was claimed by Dee Dee that Gypsy had, uh, like, leukemia. Oh, my goodness. That she had uh, cancer. All these things. Like, a whole, like you name it, she had it. Was, there was there was a case recently. I'm sorry, I'm still... No, 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 you're fine. There was a case recently, like, a another uh, real-life case where this parent was had munchausen by proxy mm-hmm. and had been basically like teaching her daughter mm-hmm. that she was super sick yeah and her daughter believed it yeah like yeah. she believed he she had cancer she believed she yeah. had all of these issues it's yeah terrible it's absolutely insane like Gypsy was in a wheelchair. She had to be tube fed. Oh my goodness. She had to be, you know, changed, you know, the whole, all of it. Yeah. All of it. And if you see, one of the uh, things that I saw that uh, brought me to this case was the, I think it was like an HBO special called Mommy Dead and Dearest. Ooh. And it's a really good, um, I get special documentary, you would call it. Yeah. Uh, really good. Highly recommend it. I think it's on YouTube. So, is it so, about this case? Yeah, it's it's all about this case. Oh, okay. This case. So Gypsy grew up thinking that she couldn't walk. Mm-hmm. She was in a wheelchair her whole life, and the reason for that was because Dee Dee basically told her or like treated her like she was sick. Yeah, sick. Yeah, she couldn't walk. She couldn't take care of herself. She depended on her mom. For absolutely everything. Yeah. And they became this kind of like, I don't know how to describe it, like the heart-wrenching mom-daughter. They've gone through it all. They've made it through a lot of things. You hear their story and like, it reminds me of like these, like like a Facebook post and you're like. kind of like a sob story. Yeah, a sob story, basically. Exactly. So you hear it and you're like, oh, wow, like that's amazing that she's gone through all this and she's Mm. still like. Gypsy was, like, a very sweet little girl. She, like, would sing and, like, she participated in a lot of, like, the, um, like, events that were hosted by, like, all these, like, medical centers. Yeah. And, like, she was, like, the face of, of a lot of these programs and a lot of these centers. Um, so they were they were very well known. Yeah. So it's absolutely crazy when people found out that Gypsy was 100% fine. There mm. was, like, nothing wrong with Gypsy. Absolutely nothing I mean, wrong. Other than probably atrophy in her legs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, a little bit. They uh, lived in Louisiana and they were Hurricane Katrina survivors. Yeah. So that's another thing that kind of um, made them popular, I would mm-hmm. say. Because they did get a lot of, like, uh, news, like the news covered their story because uh, 
you know, Gypsy's like this sick girl and like yeah. they're survivors from Hurricane Katrina and then they moved uh to Missouri and they were like, Okay, like they're moving there, new life, uh, fresh start, like good for them, good story, happy yeah. ending. Um, and they kind of, like, ate this up. Or, like, one of the things that shows up in, like, the uh, special Mommy Dead and Dearest is uh, Gypsy saying happy, happy uh, endings aren't just in fairy tales. Like, they happen in real life. And, like, very, very soft story, very, very cute, very heart-wrenching. Yeah. All this stuff. But there's a darker side. Dun-dun-dun. Dun-dun-dun. So, in, around 2012... Gypsy gets on the internet, she starts, um, I think she creates like a Facebook page, all this stuff, and she starts talking to this guy, Nicholas, uh, online, and they become really close, really good friends, because Gypsy wasn't really allowed to have friends. Her mom, Dee Dee, was very... Was it just like, they're gonna get you sick? Yeah, like it was like, yeah, basically, like, she just kept people from from Gypsy, and also part of it was probably, because if people got too close, um, Gypsy would probably say, like, I can walk. Like, yeah. Something, like, so people were gonna start figuring out stuff about them. Yeah. Because even, like, uh, one of the people that they interviewed in the, um, in the show was their neighbor, and their neighbor's like, what the fuck? Like, mm-hmm. Gypsy's not sick? Like, what the hell? Yeah. Um, cause so even like some of like their people that they've known for like their whole lives had no suspicions ever, and I think it's because, uh, mom Dee Dee, uh, kept these people from ever really getting, getting close. In, like getting yeah. close yeah. to yeah. Gypsy. So Gypsy was very isolated, and I think part of what led to the murder of Dee Dee was that she was isolated, and you know she did like. Socially, also, she doesn't know how to um, deal with certain deal with, situations. Yeah, deal with certain situations, deal with people, and especially yeah. a guy. Like, romantically, like, how do you date if you've never even really had a friend? Yeah. You know? Stuff like that. So, her and Nicholas, uh, who was a lot older than than her i believe at this time she was 16 and he was like 23 or something like that oh so he was older yeah than her um definitely illegal definitely a pedophile yeah a little bit and i and i think part of it he was kind of attracted to her because of the fact that she was sick so that's a thing there's that so uh her and this guy started getting a lot close. They uh, basically became a couple mm-hmm. um, through their online relationship, yada yada. And uh, Gypsy basically would tell Nicholas all about her mom's abuse. Yeah. Uh, and this guy, this guy is not all 100% there because any normal person would immediately go to the police and report it. But he was just kind of like, I guess, just kind of manipulating her like, oh, we'll, like, we'll go away together. Like, I'll kill that bitch for you. Like, yeah. Like, stuff like that. Like, so he was definitely part um, of the problem. Yeah, yeah. Part of the problem for fucking sure. Yeah. So, um, let's get into the actual murder. (laughs) 
So this guy, Nicholas, comes over and is visiting Gypsy. Mm -hmm. And I believe, like, her mom was out, and so she snuck him in. They were together. And uh, she, again, is telling Nicholas about like her mom, like, all the stuff that she goes through, blah, blah, blah. And they basically formulate this plan of, like, let's, like, we'll we'll end it, let's kill her, and we'll go away together. Yeah. So part of the case, part of, like, how everything went down, Gypsy, like, on Facebook, never anything weird. She was pretty, like, pretty normal, uh, nothing really... Nothing odd ever yeah. posted on her Facebook. But uh, whenever people uh, got suspicious was she put, I believe it was either one post or two posts, but they basically said um, something along the lines like, I did it, like that bitch is dead. And then like another post or in a comment or something like that, it said, um, I stabbed that bitch and I raped her little daughter too. And this Whoa. was all posted on Gypsy's page. So immediately the thought is, Gypsy's page has been hacked. Yeah. Was logged on to and like this murder um, is now posting on um, her Facebook page. Yeah. Uh, so I believe it was like one of the neighbors or like uh, one of her friends calls the police and they go to um, their house and they find Dee Dee in a pool of blood on her bed. She's been stabbed to death. Uh, and Gypsy is nowhere to be found. Shit. And Gypsy, the immediate thought is that there was uh, a kidnapper or, you know, a, a intruder. They killed Dee Dee and they kidnapped Gypsy. Yeah. Because her wheelchair and, like, her medical supplies were all still at the house. And they were like, fuck, you know, like, like we need to find Gypsy ASAP. Like, um... She's hurt. She's been kidnapped. Yeah. So there's a search for Gypsy. They then find Gypsy with Nicholas, I believe, like, in Wisconsin. Like, oh they're, gosh. like, long gone. And they find her. And one of the things is, like, she's perfectly fine. Like, yeah. Because, like, she's, like, without her wheelchair. She's, like, without her medication. Da, da, da. Imagine if you were, like, trying to find her. And, like, you put out the APB, and yeah. and the first thing in it is, she's in a wheelchair. Yeah. She is in a wheelchair. Find a girl in a wheelchair. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. then you end up finding her, and she is like, walking around. Walking. Exactly, exactly. So, one of the, yeah, one of the things was, like, they they find her immediately. They're like, what the fuck? Yeah. And they take both of them into um, custody. Mm-hmm. Uh, and immediately this starts to get... Uh, a lot of news news air. Yeah. Because because of the fact that it's like, oh, it's Gypsy and Dee Dee, like the sweet little mom and daughter duo uh, that we've seen before, the Hurricane Katrina survivors, you mm-hmm. know, this, this, and that. So a lot of media, and one of the things that I found super interesting is like people like their neighbor, family, friends, stuff like that, they see the news reports and they see Gypsy walking. Oh my god. And that's when everyone's like, what? Yeah. What? Like, she's walking? Like, how does this happen? Like, why Why is this happening? And so that's how things then started to uh, unravel. Un- un- unravel. Yeah, thank yeah. you. That's the word I'm looking <laughs> for. Um, 
so they take Gypsy and Nicholas, uh, and they start questioning them. Nicholas, again, that guy is not 100% there, but he is very compliant yeah. with the police. Like, the, he never, like, really denies anything. He's just kind of like, the way that he talks is so interesting to me. Hmm. Because he's like... Oh, hello. Oh, hi. Oh, hi. Oh, bye. <laughs> Hello. Excuse, you. <laughs> Excuse I'm you. talking about murder here. How fucking pared down. So what I say, he the way that he talks, and you have to see. Like I highly recommend this this documentary free on YouTube. Go watch it. Okay. Um. Here, he, say what's the name again? It's called Mommy Dead and Dearest. Mommy Dead and Dearest. Okay. Look it up. Y'all on remember YouTube. that? Yeah. And it's like an hour and twenty minutes long. Okay. Um. So you'll be able to find it. About as long as our podcast is gonna I know. be. So, um, yeah, uh, the way that he talks is like, he's like, oh, um, yeah, I, I did stab her, you know, like, he's like, co- like, complying with it, like, very complacent. Yeah. Um, but he just says it, like, he confesses, basically, yeah. like, yeah, I did it, like, it was me, but it was Gypsy's idea. And then Gypsy saying, it was all him, like, Damn. he did it, like. Like I would never kill my mom. Like I her under yeah. the bus. Well, no, it was it was kind of Gypsy's idea. Well, no, but yeah, I'm, but like yeah, yeah. I'm saying he threw her under the bus, just being like, yeah, yeah, I stabbed her, but but yeah, she made me. Yeah, and it was, and then Gypsy, you see her whenever the cops talk to her. She and she has like a very little kid voice, mm-hmm. um, and I think that was part of like her mom's way of making her seem like this sweet little innocent girl that needs to be protected. Fragile. Fragile, yeah, exactly. Um, so whenever they tell her, okay, um, your mom is deceased. Your mom is dead. She's like, what? What? Like, uh, why? Like, what happened to my mom? And she talks oh, like very... she talks like this. She's like, um, like, no, my mom. Like, what happened? Like, uh, I had nothing to do with that. I can't believe you think I had something to do with that. Oh, like, my she talks very like that, and they're like, the police, I mean, they're trying to get her to talk, so they're trying to, um, like, go along with it. They're like, we know, we know you had something to do with this. Like, yeah. don't, like, don't lie to us. Like, uh, just tell us the truth. It'll go a lot easier. Da, 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 da. Uh, and yeah, eventually everything came out. Um, Gypsy did not stab her. Like, she did not do the actual killing. Mm-hmm. It was Nicholas, but she very much did have something to do with the murder. Yeah. Like, she... Uh, Conspiracy. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, Gypsy is in jail. She is still currently in jail. I think Nicholas is as well. Um, and, yeah, like, this case is just so interesting to me. Because you see these shots of, like, Dee Dee and Gypsy at this... Um, like cancer survivor like ceremony yeah. and they're getting some sort of like award or recognition da 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 and like you're like how is this child not sick like how and like part of the thing that i find interesting is how did this go on for so long like you have to have gone to doctor's appointments da da da, da um and Dee Dee always shut up gypsy yeah like she was like gypsy just sit there sit still don't move your legs I'm going to do all the talking. And she would do all the talking. It's like, well, how is Gypsy feeling today? You know, the doctor would ask and Dee Dee would always answer. Gypsy yeah. had, like, she would not talk. She would not speak at doctor's appointments. And that's how they all, like, 
got away with it. Yeah. And a big thing was like they investigated these doctors and they're like, how the fuck did you not realize that this girl does not have leukemia, that this mm-hmm. girl just like is not sick? And they were like, well, like all her symptoms and like all these things, like this child was just made to believe that she needed to act sick, that she needed to look sickly, you know, all these things. And it's yeah. so crazy how far it all went. Well, there's actually a, a show on HBO. Yeah. I think they just finished their first season. It's mm-hmm. called Sharp Objects. And it sort of dives into that mm-hmm. as far as Munchausen by proxy and all the stuff that goes in, that's involved with that yeah. and how it can be taken so far. Mm-hmm. And I think the main character that has Munchausen by proxy, yeah. like the character that has it, um, her friends are complacent. Mm-hmm. Her friends are complacent. Yeah. They're sort of letting it happen and actually helping at some points. Where, you know, one of her friends was a nurse or something, mm-hmm. nurse practitioner, so she could write or write prescriptions. Yeah. And so she would fake medical records and write mm-hmm. prescriptions for wow. yeah. this woman with Munchausen's. It's insane. It's yeah. Like, yeah. So whenever you see it, like the way that Gypsy talks, the way that she acts, like you would think she's like seven ten years old but she's like 16 she's like yeah. much older so part of the uh mountains of by proxy is like that dd tried to make her seem a lot younger than she actually it's was like brainwashing yeah too. exactly so very very sad case very interesting mm-hmm. highly recommend that documentary yeah does it a lot more justice than i did but super super interesting yeah because you're terrible i'm not <laughs> um Okay, so we are having a shorter episode this time. Yeah. Um, Just because we are a little bit strapped for time. But I did want to finish off with finish something her. a little bit fun and a little bit creepy. Okay. <laughs> um, so since creepy. we are on the murder episode, yeah. we're going to play a game of Fuck, Mary Kill. Okay. Let's okay. do it. So I got Let's three groups. Okay. Um, the first one is... Sexiest men alive. <laughs> past past sexiest past, men alive. Yeah. Um okay, so fuck Mary Kill. Alright. Adam Levine. Ooh, okay. Hugh Jackman. Oh my god. Okay. Or Patrick Swayze. Okay. I need to look up a picture of Patrick Swayze because I do not remember. Patrick Swayze. Dirty Dancing. Hugh Jackman. Or Adam Levine. Or Adam Levine. Okay. Childhood me needs to fuck Adam Levine. Right. <laughs> Right? I need to. You can't. You can't. Okay, I'm going to... I think I'm going to kill Patrick Swayze and marry Hugh Jackman. Because it's Hugh Jackman. It is Hugh Jackman. His accent. Yes! It's his accent. I can just, like... I'll just marry you for your accent. Honestly, though? Mm -hmm. What do you do? What are you thinking? I feel like I would fuck Hugh Jackman. Mm -hmm. And marry Adam Levine. Okay. I feel like he's closer in my age. Ah. Okay. A little bit. I mean, a little closer than Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. Sorry, Patrick. Please. Yeah, sorry. Well, I mean, he's already dead. Oh, yeah. So, what are we, yeah. re- what are we really sorry. doing? What sorry, damage, Patrick Swayze. What damage are we really doing? We love you. Love you. If, you know, if you weren't against Hugh Jackman and Adam Levine, I would have married you. <laughs> oh, All right. For sure. So, second group. Second group. Second group is movie psychos. 
Mm, okay. Psychos. So we got Norman Bates. <gasps> okay. Ooh, Norman Bates. Okay. Hannibal Lecter and Michael Myers. Ooh. Okay, I think I need to... Oh, I'm between either, like, fucking or marrying Norman Bates. Yeah. Because he... I don't know. I think... I think I will marry him. Marry okay. Norman Bates. I think I'll fuck Michael Myers. Yeah. And then, and then kill, kill him. Hannibal yeah. <laughs> you and I have very similar tastes. Yeah, yeah. Because... <laughs> here's the deal. Here's he dresses the deal. like his mom sometimes. Yeah. I dress like a woman sometimes, too. If y'all okay. seen, if y'all okay seen my, <laughs> our, our Instagram, it's just for drag. I don't want to be a lady unless I'm on stage. Then I do want to be a lady. <laughs> then I do want to be a lady so I can be the, the baddest, the lady. Hottest, baddest bitch there. Um, <laughs> so I think I'd marry Norman. Yeah. I mean, he owns his own like hotel. Yeah. Um, so financially yeah, stable. Yeah. Financially stable. Um, I would fuck Michael Myers. Yeah. Um, as long as he keeps his knife on the nightstand. <laughs> and I'm not that kinky. Hannibal Lecter, I'd have to kill Hannibal Lecter because, one, I'm not gonna fuck him. Because yeah. I don't want to get bit. Okay, hickeys <laughs> are not my thing. Okay, I don't want to get bit. Yeah. Um, okay. Last group. Last group. These are real psychos. <laughs> okay. So, Jeffrey Dahmer. Mm-hmm. Charles Manson. Or Ted Bundy. Ooh, okay. So Ted Bundy is known for being charming and like, <clears throat> like, yeah, likable and like manipulating these girls into like helping them out and like he would fake like a broken leg yeah. to get people to help him and like put stuff in his car and then he would murder them. Um, so the whole charming aspect, the whole thing like that, that leads me to want to marry him. Mm-hmm. The other two. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer would eat me. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. He would he would try to eat me. So if we fucked, I think he'd for sure try to eat me. Not in a good way. Um, well, actually, he may not because you're a lady. That's a true. Charles Manson. I don't know. I think... The cuckooist of Cocoa Puffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'd have to kill Charles Manson. And fuck Jeffrey Dahmer. Okay. I think I'd have to do the same. Yeah? Yeah. Just See, fuck, it's just, just it's the Jeffrey logical Dahmer, choice. Marry Ted Bundy. Yeah. Because I need a trophy husband. And like those curls. Dang. I love curls. Yeah. Girl, I love curls. curls um, nice. And then, yeah, kill Charles Manson. Yeah. He's just too. I don't want to. I don't want to do crazy. anything with a cult leader. Yeah. I'm not into group play. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That was fun. Yeah, I All like right. that. <laughs> All right. So. So. Our oh next God. episode is going to be ghosties. ghost stories. Ghosties. I think we're going to do it closer to Dia de los Muertos than Halloween, but. It, it still is in the theme. Yeah, it's it's the theme. It's the, you know. The times. The times. The ghosty the times. times. The ghosty times. Um, so if you have a ghost story that you want to send us, we'd love, love, love to do, uh, listener, yeah, like listener stories. I would say viewer. Viewer, Please don't be watching us while we're doing this. Um, I'd love to do listener stories. So if you have a ghost story, please send it up, send it our way. Send it all the way up. Yeah. You can send it to our email 
and it's blunsaid.podcast at gmail.com. Or you can send it to our Instagram. Our, our Insta. Our Instagram, which is bl underscore unsaid. unsaid. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Make sure you follow us. And if you're listening on iTunes, you know, like us, subscribe. Throw, a, throw throw a nice review our way, you know, five stars. Because we deserve it. And if you are listening through Podbean, make sure you subscribe so you always get notifications whenever we post a new episode. We're trying to make it more normal. Yeah. yeah at we're, least we're, at least once a week, but our schedules yeah, are super crazy. Yeah, we're working we're working towards a more normal schedule. Um, but at least we have mics now, right? Yeah. We and, sound so much better. So much better. Oh my better. gosh. We sound like human beings. I know. Not like... Instead <laughs> of demons. Y'all wish y'all could see what's happening right yeah, now. My head is going full 360 and there's pea soup everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a sight to see. It's a sight to behold. Oh my gosh. Okay. Thank y'all for listening. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.